is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, well, welcome everybody to the Schaefer Baseball Report number 72. 72. 72, day before Thanksgiving. Andrew, gobble, you're, gobble. Uh, you're working all day? Yeah, of you course. Are. I'm always working all day. You're working all day. Yep. All right. You're working all day? Probably not. Yeah. No, probably not. not I, yeah, I got to get prepared for the big, you know. You got to. I got to go get on the couch and make sure I got my right positioning. And yeah. I don't cook. You're going to get on the treadmill today before you. I went to the treadmill this morning. Oh, okay. I did. That's why, yeah. I, that's why Open, I got here. Opened up the stomach a little bit. Is that what that does? I have it opens no idea. Up the stomach? <laughs> I hope not. I'm trying to close it down. <laughs> trying to close the stomach down. But uh, we uh, we got Ray Torres in the in the, in the house with us today. Um, two New Yorkers. A good friend. Two New Yorkers, right? And uh, <clears throat> coaching our organization, and we'll coach again in our organization. Son is down at Sand Jack. It was a high prospect and probably one of the better. I say probably is one of the better prospects to ever come out of Charlotte. So uh, look forward to it, and uh, let's get on with the show. All right. Well, welcome everybody to number seventy-two. Okay, I got a seventy-two. Who you got? Carlton Fisk. Oh, that, that's who he had. That's who you had, yes, right? I had, yeah. So we're gonna get to we're gonna get to um, ninety-nine, and we're gonna be like toast. I, yeah. I think like from like I don't even know who's seventy-seven. What was Yasel Puig? We did him. He was sixty-six. Yeah. And then. I don't know. Who I don't know if we have any anything other than we're gonna have to start going to spring training rosters. <laughs> I got all those numbers covered. The all those numbers between seventy-two and and a hundred. I don't know, but Ray Torres with us today. Appreciate you being here, Ray. Ray got called up from uh, from, uh, from the minor leagues for a the, spot start today, right? The Pino Farm system. The, P- <laughs> <laughs> the Pino Farm system. Andrew One Tool Zike. Here again, and people are starting to, uh, they're trying to find more tools for Andrew. They're trying. Yeah, we got It's a, hard to find. We got an awesome, uh, we got an awesome letter from one of our parents yesterday whose son is out of the program now and going to Belmont Abbey, um, Rick Jarowowski. I can't pronounce the name. Rick, sorry, man. <laughs> but uh, but we, you rarely get these things, right? You know, in the business that went in. But the father sat down and he said something about everybody in this organization, top to bottom, you know, just appreciative of. Oh, that's awesome. All the things we did. And, you know, another guy that had a team, an opportunity to jump and go and do something and decide, no, I'm going to stay here. This is the right place to be. And, you know, it was the best thing for his kids as far as, you know, the development and the opportunity and, you know, reaching out to schools and and, and helping them make it happen. Everybody said, oh, well, you got this guy in school. Don't, you know, we don't get guys in school. You know what I mean? We, we, we create the opportunity. Absolutely. That, you know, and then they got to go do what they need to do. And if they're that player, um, they get it. I mean, you've seen that with, uh, you know, with – with Ray Jr. that's now at Sand Jack. Absolutely. Which is top dog, you know. We got to talk about Juco's as well, too. But, you know, as a freshman, he commits to LSU. Mm hmm. Right? That's right. That was big news around here. Oh, yeah. It was huge, you know. And then uh, just before he's ready to go to LSU, you make a phone call. So yeah, just right. on the story. So, right after the draft, you know, we wanted to see how the draft played out. And uh, it, it didn't work in Ray's favor, and you know, whatever. It's you know, it's something that happens. So uh, Ray made a decision and said, "Hey, you know, I want to, I want to be eligible for the draft next year." So it was like, "Hey, this is what you got to do." So we spoke to Coach Kane. We didn't know what was the next option. We didn't know what was the next choice. And uh, you know, it was a tough call to call Coach Kane down at LSU, and it was you know nerve wracking. You know, we thought he was just going to hang up the phone and just like, you know, you don't want to come to LSU. So what was your question to him? Hey, coach. This is where Ray is. Ray wants to be eligible for the draft next year, and you know what? What you know? 
he doesn't really want to wait three years. He wants to, you know, be back. So he says, then he has, he's going to have to go to junior college. He's like, what junior college do you want to go to? He's like, well, we never even thought about junior college. Mm-hmm. Ray was committed to LSU for the past four years. Like, right. we're leaning on you. He's like, no problem. He's like, he's like, you know, we love Ray, and, you know, we want to do everything that is best for him. And I was like, wow, like, this is coming from a SEC powerhouse school. Like, we just yeah. thought he was going to hang up the phone, honestly, and be like, right. hey, you don't want to come here? See you later. You know, and then he's like, hold on, give me five minutes. Mm-hmm. He made a call to San Jack, Chipotle, uh, and uh, Florida Northwest. Those three schools called us within the within the next two hours. Uh, San Jack was the first school to call. Florida Northwest was next, and then um, Jeff Johnson on the Chipotle called us later that later in, later in the day, and uh, and then it was just left in you know and left in race court and was like, hey, where do you want to go? And he was like, you know, San Jack. And believe it or not, San Jack was only <clears throat> while they coming off a violation, they were the only school that didn't offer him money. Really? Yeah. Everybody gave him, you know, everybody gave him, you know, the, the, right. the you know, everything. And San Jack was like, we can't, we don't, we're not, we're not eligible to offer you any money because they're just coming off the violation last year. And it was like, all right, right. Here's the three choices. Free, free, not free. Right. <laughs> and he's like, I want to go to San Jack. I was like, all right, now I got to pay. So, <laughs> you know, we, we closed the eyes, we made the decision and, you know, it was the best choice that we possibly made. Sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. Now he's, he's the number one guy. Right now, yeah, right? yeah, he won the starting job. He went in there in the fall with 65 guys, eight catchers. You know what I mean? It was, I mean, they bring in everybody. Right, so that's something that people have to be aware of. You know, yeah. like, I'm a big Juco fan. Oh, me too. You know, I just, especially if baseball is your, is forefront, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not, you don't want to sidetrack the academics, but, you know, you you have these dreams of playing at a certain level, the next level, the professional level, right? And it doesn't work out like it did in the draft. Not that, you know, I think if the number was different. You yeah, know, you guys, absolutely. You guys, you guys put out there a number that had to be life-changing, which, was, which, which we tell everybody all the time. Of right? course. Um, you know, if you're going to do this, you know, it, it's got to be life-changing money. You know, for somebody in your family situation, you can afford for him to go to Jude, uh, yeah. San Jack, whatever. So it wasn't like, you know, we need this money as a family for us to, you know, to, to better our lives. That's know? right. Um, so, you, so you make the decision um, to, go to, a, to, to go to a JUCO. When you do that as a player, your p- baseball is primary. Absolutely, right. So you're, you're looking at you're looking ahead of baseball. You're going to get your prerequisites. You're going to do your school stuff. You're going to be ready, but you're not looking to go ahead and like you said, you know, three years, four years in college. You're looking to get yourself in a situation either to get drafted or to get into the college situation that you want. So you may be a D1 guy, but you may be a little bit undersized, or you haven't played enough, or whatever. So you go into that situation, and you get a chance to play right away, and then move into a four-year school after that. That's right. And I, and I mean, like you said, you know that on the head. You're going in there and playing right away. I mean, you know, when you walk into a JUCO program, they play from day one. There's no requ- there's no restrictions. There's nothing. They're playing 20-plus games in the fall. Uh, you're getting, you know, you're getting a lot of a bat. So you're getting seen. It's not like you're going into a... You know, D1 program where they're practicing for, you know, eight weeks and there's time constraints of what mm-hmm. you can do and what you can't do and you're playing two games and it's just a matter of just playing inter squad games where it could get a little bit repetitious and a right. little old. So, I mean, junior college is a little fresh. You're going out there playing different teams and competing, you know what I mean? And everyone's trying to win that job. And I think, uh, listen, I think junior college is an amazing route for guys that, you know, want to play immediately, you know right. what I mean? You know, hey, it's great to say you're going to uh, Mississippi State, LSU, Clemson, all these sure. schools, and it's an honor to be even, you know, committed and going to any Division One program. Not, it doesn't have to be an SEC program, but you know, if you're a baseball guy, you want to play. Well, very few freshmen walk on campus and start. Absolutely, 
You know, and some freshmen don't get on the field till their junior year. Absolutely. So you come out of being the dude, right? Yep. Playing every single day. You're the man. You're going to an SEC, ACC school, and or any Power Five, right? And then all of a sudden you get there and you're not the dude. You know, yep. you're just okay. You're as good as everybody else, or they're better than you, and you got a chance. You got you got to earn your way. You yeah. Know, in. And you're competing um, against guys that's four years older than you as well. You know, yeah. like you're walking in there as 18-year-old. There's a, well, there's a lot to say about experience, and that's yeah. part of the JUCO situation because, you know, you'll see a lot more schools now attacking JUCO players instead of high school players. Now, I think they're gonna, always going to go after high school arms. Yeah. You know, and then you'll figure out, here, you know, okay, we can develop this guy, or he may be a high school impact guy that can come onto a, a campus and do something. That's right. You know, there's a few, you know, Logan Davidson did it. You know, yeah. I mean, there's some guys out there that are, that are capable – of doing it, but majority of the guys are not. You have to get seasoned and be prepared because that level, that jump from high school into a power five, it's ridiculous, man. It's 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 no joke. That's right. The game it goes. It's an it's it's it speeds up really really fast for you. I yeah. mean, the game goes. You know, from you know seeing you know one time a week or right. once every other week a best somebody's best arm like eighty eight to ninety one. Now you're seeing ninety one is poop. Oh, and you watch guys, every guy that runs a, a seven or a sub-seven, you know, so the game is fast. Yep. You know, everybody's got plus arms across the diamond. Everybody's got plus hands, plus feet. You know, you're taking, you're taking the best of the best at the high school level. Now, don't get, some guys fall through the cracks and mm-hmm. end up in a, you know, in a mid-major or Division two because I've seen some good D2 oh, baseball, yeah. especially down here. Really good D2 baseball. Absolutely. Go, that kid could be a draft pick. He could be a draft pick. Um, but it's, you know, it, 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 it is a higher level. On the JUCO side, which you mentioned earlier, is they're going to bring in a lot of people. Oh, they're yeah. not going to tell a lot. They're not going to tell anybody. No, you can't come try out here. No, I mean, and, and the JUCO and the, and the fall is open pretty yeah, much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so if a guy has aspirations of continue playing and he wants to go, and I mean, they're not going to say no. We don't have room for you. I mean, it's they right. they're, they're looking for the best of the best. You know, they're looking for the you know they're trying to figure out who's going to be their guys for the spring to go to Grand Junction. You know. I mean that's their ultimate goal. Every JUCO right. program wants to go to the college world, junior college world series, and yeah. you know, and it's, I mean, down in you know San Jack, it's a baseball factory. It's uh, you know, they bring in the best of the best. I mean, they're not they're not like promising nobody anything. I mean, they didn't promise Ray not one thing. Walking in there, they're like, oh, you're gonna be the dude. You're gonna come in right. here and be the right. starting catcher immediately. Right. You know, you know, when we were going through the whole recruiting process and trying to pick a school, I was trying, I was, you know, calling around, talking to everyone. They were like, this is what you're gonna get with San Jack, and then I called them and I. I asked them and said, hey, is this the truth of, are you guys bringing in this X month? And they was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, you know what I mean? But it's a matter of we're looking for the guys that's going to win the job and compete. Well, you're also going into a situation where it's going to push Ray to the next level because you got down there, you have, you know, five or six arms that are 90-plus easy. So he's so he's managing and he's handling, uh, you know, the guys, that, the velo and the stuff that he's going to see at the next level. Yes. So it gives him a better chance to prove himself through here than it does to play at a local showcase or, um, you know, a local high school or whatever. Yeah, and that was his decision. I mean, that's what that's what he said. He goes, hey, they got the arms. I want to catch the best arms. And you said five or six arms is 90 plus. They got five to eight arms is 95 plus. Right. They got Luke Little yeah. right here from Matthews. You know I mean? Had mm-hmm. a phenomenal fall as well. It was 98 consistent to 101. Yeah. You know, I mean, guys, they got D1 bounce backs. That's 92, 93. That's not making the spring team. You know, I mean, they got they got they got legit arms, and and you want to talk about showcasing and you know being recruited. Guys think, oh, if I don't go D1 out of high school, I'm not going to get seen. I went to two major tournaments this year down in Dallas, and uh, another one in uh, Houston. 
Um, and every college coach in the country was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were over 50-plus college coaches. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for junior college players. Yeah. It's not like you're not going to, oh, if you go to junior college, you're never going to be seen again. Mind you, okay, it's a little bit different at Sanjak where they got so many arms and X, Y, and Z. But there's, there's college D1 programs that are looking for those junior college uh, graduates because they know those guys are going to make an immediate impact when they walk into their program. I have that, I have that conversation also. Oh, I mean, have that conversation often, not also. I have it often. Um, you know, when we're trying to move our, our high school guys and, uh, and you know, you know, they're attacking certain positions at, you know, from the JUCO level because they want those guys to come in and be ready to go. Yes. You know, I mean, they need the kids that are already battle-tested. That's right. And, uh, and going to get after it. So, you know, when you look at these organizations, and like I said, we say this, you know, all the time, like, you know, organizations are built on business first. Of right? course. Everyone. So these guys that have multiple teams and kids all over the place – and they put on this uniform and think that that's going to get them to the next level. That's not necessarily going to happen, um, unless you're a national level dude. Then you got then you got a pretty good pretty good shot of going. But you start to spread it way out and think that you're going to you know help all these kids. You can't, you know, because you're not only just competing with all the kids that in this high school level that are trying to go to the next uh, to go to college. You're also competing with the JUCOs that are putting guys into four year programs. That's right. So more people need to start to look at the JUCO route. And, and understand that, you know, this is a new path if, if baseball is the primary. If baseball is the primary, yeah, right. yes. If you want to go and continue playing in your, your, you know, pursuing your baseball, you know, fulfilling your life, you know, your childhood dream to play baseball. I mean, if it's a matter of play four years or try to aspirations to play pro ball, you know, junior college is a great, great route. But if you want to go to a Division one school and party and have that D1, I mean, you know, that, mm-hmm. that major university experience, how come if you want to go to that D one and party? party. <laughs> oh, listen, they have not the- go to class, <laughs> not start to build on my major. I'm gonna go party. Hey, <laughs> those are some of the best four years of your life, right You're there. You're not kidding, man. Three for me. My, <laughs> my fourth and fifth, I had a baby on me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had, a, I, had the, I had the uh, the baby Bjorn carrying Tori around. That was a. Uh, like, it's about it's about the experience, you know. Yeah. It's your college life is about your experience, and once you know you're done, then you got to. Andrew start. had a good four year experience. I did. It was good. Had a, had a blast at Western, man. He Anyone did. that's looking for an outdoor school, Western's a place for you. An outdoor school. What does that mean? It, they're rated the number one outdoor activity school for like five years running. Okay, but not rated for their academics. Um, as far as nurse nursing and their business school <laughs> is good there. Nursing See and how business. This college turns into this big party for everybody. <clears throat> Listen. You're unleashing the beast when you let it, when you let him out through a four year program. I, I wasn't the big partier. I think the parents. I, no. I think the parents looked but he for. Drank, but he drank twenty three cocktails. I did oh. at the gala. At the gala. And, and didn't and didn't wobble. <laughs> Listen, that's college. That's the college experience. That's the college <laughs> experience. No, that's that's, that's what some moonshine does. You it helps your tolerance. Oh, you guys drank a lot. Yeah, I bet <laughs> not you a did. lot, but well, you drank some up there, and it's like I mean, that's I like love gas. That show, moonshiners. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, those guys are nuts, aren't they? That's right. They're, they're, How do they not get caught? Some of them do. Yeah, some of them, some of them do. But they're not, they don't seem like like the brightest. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. People, you know? No, they're not. Just digging holes and burning wood and <clears throat> making moonshine and so it's gone from moonshine to meth up there though. But that's a whole nother oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went from junior college D one to Andrews and outdoor college probably, but it's, but it's, but it's all partying. Absolutely, it's it, it, it's all partying. Hey, listen, you want you want your you want your son or daughter to have a great experience in those four mm-hmm. years because you're yes. right because you know it, it's the bridge between you know your mom cleaning your room to reality like mm-hmm. you got to get a job absolutely you got to go do it so you got to have the uh, 
you know, you got to prep. If you're just prepping for baseball and baseball doesn't work out and you can't handle school, then, you know, it's oh, yeah. you're in a world of trouble. Absolutely. Um, you know, but, you know, so many kids, we see a lot of kids that, uh, you know, that big aspirations. Like, I want to go to these big schools and I, and I want to do that. Well, you know, and, and the reality is, you know, you can't play there, you know. And people don't see themselves in certain environments as a small fish in a big pond. They think they're the big fish in the small pond that we work around in, right? And this guy said, you know, everybody thinks, oh, he's he's a D1 guy, he's this guy. I tell these people, go watch Vanderbilt. Oh. Go watch Vanderbilt, go watch, you know, go watch Florida, go watch, you know, go watch these, these dudes in the SEC and the ACC and see how big they are and see how they move and see what they do. And, you know, I would like to take all of our kids that wish that, right? I, yeah, I, you know, I think I can play that. Well, you know, and you tell them you can't. You put them on a bus, and you drive them to the university, and you get out, and you watch two days of practice, and you watch a scrimmage. And then you ask them, do you look like that guy? Do you think you play like that guy? Right? And not only that, I mean, go watch them the whole day. They no, got to go to school. Yeah. They got to oh, go to yeah, school. Well, they got to study. Yeah. They got to prep. They got to, yeah. you know, be at practice on time. Yeah. They got to lift. They, I mean, you got to do it all. And it's like, no, they want that life of they want they want to be at the College World Series. They, yeah. they, you know, everybody watches it in June. Like, oh, I want to go to that program because that's where I want to be. It's it's different now than than when I was in college, obviously eons ago. But you know, we didn't have we didn't have morning workouts. We didn't have you know we didn't train mm-hmm. like that. You know, mm-hmm. we we got up, we went to class. You know, we went to practice. You, you went to study hall, which was called the VU, which was the bar down the road. <laughs> 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 that was study hall. Well, yeah, I'm in study hall. Don't I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> And then you went back and you did it again, but you didn't have that 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 training, you know, that six o'clock in the in the weight room, which you know it's great. But what these people have to recognize is that when you make that commitment to a university, they're giving you money. Oh yeah. So you're employed by them. That's right. And you have a job to do, and you you know, so you don't have this this sense of entitlement anymore. Although a lot of people walk in there, they think they think they think, and the parents think it too, because you know. You know, they think that well. I paid for my kid to go here. I, you know, I should have some say in it. You have no say. Absolutely, you have no say. People try to have say in this situation with us, with their money. You know, it's like, sorry, man, not I'm not for sale. You for sale? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, for that's sale. my problem, I guess. <laughs> I'm not for sale. What do you think, Andrew? No, I'm not for sale. Well, you're no. not for sale. None of us no. are for sale. So it's you know, you're trying to do the right thing for the kids and and move them on. And it's you know, it's the same thing when you get to the college level. Like you know, the high school level, it's interesting because. You know, you've seen it because, you know, Ray was Ray was a dominating high school player. But, you know, they have to win. Yeah. In certain pockets, right? Then there's other areas like, you know, the guy's been the math teacher for 100 years and he's still the baseball coach. <laughs> you know, that they don't care win or lose or whatever. There's no, you know, it's just an activity, more he, or less. He's the only guy that wants the job. Right. But when you step into a university, even a JUCO, whatever, you know, now it's it's changed because it's, a, it's part of the reputation of the university. You better win. Oh, I mean, uh, University of Florida coach uh, Sully. Yeah. I mean, he's the highest paid college coach. You don't think that guy has pressure every year to win? Yeah. I mean, if that guy doesn't win, what happens to him? Right. You know, he's, you know. Sully, the guy, you know, Corbin. You yeah. Know, I mean, all these guys. And it happened, unfortunately, to a spirit of the game guy, Jack Leggett. They didn't think he was winning enough. He was on the verge of going back to another <clears throat> another regional, you know. and they But, you know, they, they get to the point where, you know, the, the shinier penny sometimes kind of comes in and, it's 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 how everything cha- everything changes and I mean we're gonna switch topics now to go to like no, I don't care. like uh, Major League Baseball they hiring all the analytic guys I mean yeah. you know I was just reading something on Twitter the other day I think uh, forget which pro team hired uh, you know um, 
uh, a pitching coach. The guy never played baseball, but he knows how to develop velocity. Biomechanics. Yeah. Biomechanics. Yeah. yeah. But so that the argument is like, how are you teaching a pro guy that's already there? Yeah. Like, I can, I can understand bringing somebody in for the biomechanics of it. I, I, that guy can't be in the dugout, you know, calling pitches and, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and understanding, you know, the makeup and recognizing tired and, you know, and, you know, stuff's not off and be able to tweak those things, you know. But the biomechanics part, you know, it, 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 it's changed to make the athlete bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. Right? And they are, man. Oh, they're, absolutely. They're, they're huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but the, the nature of the game doesn't change. And you still have to have that that head in there, and I think you'll see certain organizations will stay with the program, and then other ones will, you know, start to circle back a little bit and and, and get away from just diving into one hundred percent analytics. I think it burned Gabe Kapler, yeah, you know, and but the Giants hire him, you know, for whatever reason. That's because the guy that's the GM was the GM in Tampa and over here, and now you know, oh yeah, it's a relationship. So now, yeah. now it's a relationship thing, but they're, they're going to burn together at some point. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's going to go down opinion that's this old school guy going is philly going to do better now <clears throat> oh heck yeah with yeah. joe girardi no doubt bring okay. bring yeah bring in bring in the you know <clears throat> listen baseball is baseball when you get on the field mm-hmm. you know it's it every it, we've had statistics forever and that was just a measurement of success right now our statistics are are, are and our analytics are based on the success and thinking that that's going to continue it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an algorithm yeah you know it's um, but it doesn't work that way because we're dealing with human beings. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we've seen it in the playoffs this year. I mean, I think the Yankees' prime example went with every analytic setup yeah. they could go with, with pitching scenario, putting guys in certain yeah. orders, and it didn't work out for them. Where guys are just going filling momentum, and maybe uh, you Who know, do you play, yeah, or, call, or or guys with the banging on the congos for a fastball uh-huh. curveball. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you bring so many Latin guys in, man, because they can they hey. can, they can code out the uh, the pitch the pitches. Listen, it's on, it, it's interesting. The congos, the bongos, the congos, uh, whatever they. <laughs> I mean, I, it's interesting. Everybody's just you know ranting and raving yeah. about Houston. I really haven't dove into it like to yeah. see if it's really like if it's. But, oh, it's been there. For, it's, it's but there. but it's a matter of. I mean, that's some. St- I mean, it's still skill. Like, I mean, you can know what's coming, but you still got to hit it. You know what I mean? I mean, it helps. Yeah, but you know what? When you're the, one of the best 800 in the world, and you tell me what's coming, you tell me 100 mile an hour fastball is coming. I'm gonna get a good hack at it. Oh yeah, Altuve hitting a homer off of uh, uh, Chapman. Chapman. You know, I mean, he sat on that like it, yeah. he knew. So it. that's it, that. That sucks for those guys, right? This is almost like a, a 1919 Black Sox scandal, like the gambling, yeah. you know, the gambling scandal. That you know, now you go like, okay, really, how good are, are these guys? You know, now you start to question, are they that good? Is Bregman that good? Is Altuve that good? I think, is Correa that good? You know, if you're getting the information like that, you know, that's... And you know, you absolutely know, like, all right, so that's one thing on, on, on the camera, right? Yeah. You got, you're getting that. If, if you're not sure, like, you know, we used to give signals, like, I didn't want them. Yeah. You know oh, yeah, I, mean? I, I never I, wanted them First of all, either. you know, I'm looking around at second base. I don't want to get picked off. All of a sudden, you, you're late into the sign, and you can't be consistent with it. That's right. You know, I don't want the sign from the second base. No. I'll, I'll do my own ma- I'll do my own research. and That's right. Know. I'll look for the, the how the pitcher's <clears throat> gripping it, his gloved angle. Where did he- yeah, and what situation he's going to throw certain pitches That's in. That's right. Like, are there, is this in my favor or not in my favor? But when you're sitting there and you got a guy, a geek, right, that's just locked in on the the sequence of signs, and you know every single sign is dead on. It changes. It changes at that level. I mean, these are the greatest players in the world. Yeah, and they're giving them that advantage. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's uh, 
it's pretty impressive that they could just pick it up so quick and just rel- I mean it's everything's happening in like milliseconds you know what I mean oh yeah I mean picking up yeah. the signs relaying it to the well hitter. it's real time we're real time on TV now it's not like it's you know you got a camera out there and it's it's you put the one down it's on the camera it used to be like a little delay you know yeah well so. some some people said uh, you know it was it was a high school program they used to do that around here too. Well, yeah. not relaying signs, but people were saying, you know, they got. Listen, it's 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 been out there. It's it's not, you know, I know who you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's it's you know, relaying signs has been in the game forever. Yeah, and it's it's if you can do it, great. Like we try to steal signs from the third base coach. You know, it's, if you can steal them, it's pretty cool to be, you know. Yeah, you know, and it's fun when you got a high school kid going, "Hey, coach, when he does this, it's a steal." And it's you know maybe <laughs> yeah. I, I, listen, if, if you if you can't if someone's tipping their signs, I'm, it's not frowned upon. I'm not gonna be mad at you that you stole my signs. No. I mean, like, hey, shame on me for you know. What I mean, having no, a- but we used to police it. If we thought somebody was relaying signs in from second base, oh yeah, you know, the pitcher would step off the mound. And go, you do that. Either I hit you. Or I'm going to stick this guy in the neck. Listen, in college, my senior year, we played Birmingham Southern. And Birmingham Southern, the scouting report, we went to the Super Regional, and the scouting report was, um, hey, they, once they get a guy in second base, they relate every sign. They know how to do yeah. it. So, so you know, we went through every sequence, touch and mass, touch yeah. body, and they still picked it up. Yeah. Anyway, after my third home run in the second inning, you know, the guy was on second base. I called time. You, know you what gave mean? up the third home yeah, run. Yeah, I gave up the third home run. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, so I called timeout. I was on the mound. I looked. I looked at the guy second, and he was, you know, doing something. I called timeout. I took the ball. I walked, you know, I called my shortstop over. Act like I was talking to him. Walked over to the guy. Said, "Hey, you give up one more sign. This guy's getting in the air." So yeah. I said, "Hey, go ahead, give that sign up." And you know, I didn't last past the second, but yeah, you know, you, you you had to police it. Yeah, I mean, you got everything. Yeah, I mean, so. it's you know, when guys is giving it up, I mean, yeah. they, they were good at it. I don't know how I don't know how they were doing it, but they 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 was giving it up. You know, they yeah. they would they, they was. They got the signs and the hitters were on it, but I never liked that when I was hitting. I didn't want the sign because I didn't want yeah. to be d- dug in for a curveball, you know, looking for that breaking ball to come in and a fastball up and tight. You know what I mean? It's listen, the guy if they know you're giving the signs and you think that somebody's giving, I mean, you know, and you're getting them, and the pitcher knows that, just like you said, one thing or the other is going to happen. Oh, Either yeah. I'm going to wait for you to come back to the dish and hit you, or and I think you're giving me a you know a breaking ball sign. Next thing you know, it's, it's just coming a up fastball in the ribs. And Abs- you, absolutely, yeah. So no fun there. Have you been out to uh, Have you been out to the uh, fields yet? Uh, no, I have not. <clears throat> I missed uh, the the ceremony. But Andrew just showed me a picture. It looked phenomenal. Isn't I mean, crazy? oh my god. Yeah. And Sue was telling me about all the stuff with the education program and yeah, the whole the whole STEM center. That that that's really cool. Um, we're gonna we're gonna build. You know, the original design was to have the STEM Center in the in the vertical behind home plate where the press box is, and we'll have offices up there. And then the concession in the bathrooms will be downstairs. And it was a smaller kind of area, maybe the size of this office, enough for, you know, a few kids in a classroom. And then we decided that we're going to put the clubhouse for Queens behind the third base dugout, and then we'll take the roof off the dugout right now and run a floor, one floor straight across the top of the dugout and then across the top of their clubhouse. So we'll have this massive room that... And then we'll glass the, um, you know, the uh, the side by the field, so you can put recruiters up there. You can have a small like skybox up there. You oh, can wow. have Parties up there. You can, you know, you can do whatever. And then right behind that, the third level will be the indoor hitting facility. So it'll be one roof level straight across, because it'll all be the same height. And we'll have probably five thousand, little over five thousand square feet of indoor indoor training facility. Yeah, that's what we, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you got the yeah. fields outside and the indoor training. I mean, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be. Uh, Premier 
premier facility around in Charlotte. Yeah, you know, yeah. no. It, uh, again, the Buskies done a wonderful job with uh, with everything. I mean, everything was done to Major League spec, and you know, as far as the, the irrigation, which is huge. You know, it's raining right now, but if the sun came out, you know, we'd be playing. Oh, you know, it's it's just it, it's a different it's a different it's not grass on dirt. Yeah. You know? So you got two fields right now. Third field should be done in the spring. And that'll be a, kind of a middle school, high school size field, depending depending on how much further we can push back um, on the easement. You know, we can get to 365, 370. Okay. That'll be nice. Uh, we'll be it'll, it'll be like a little Fenway action down the lines, but then it's going to jet straight out. and it's, So it'll have some character to it, the third field. Nice. Um, is it going to be tournaments? I mean, what, what's oh yeah, the plan? So we'll, 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 do, we'll do tournaments where we're, we're talking about running showcases for other organizations, just okay. like becoming that group that just, you know, they want to do something, you know, bring your organization in. We'll take care of it. We'll, you know, because we'll have all the equipment. We'll have all the digital. We'll have all the machines. We'll have, you know, the indoor facility, all that other stuff. Instead of everybody having to go out and do it, you know. This, I mean, I mean, I think it's, <clears throat> listen, Charlotte's prime, prime time for in the middle of everything between Virginia, South Carolina, you yeah. know, I mean, Tennessee, oh, no, Georgia. Great location. I mean, everybody come up to Charlotte and yep. just, you know, yep. four 18-round robin and, you know. Yeah, instead of traveling to Georgia every week, and yeah. you know, so we have we've, we've gotten control of other fields in the area that okay. we're going to continue to raise money and put into. So we'll 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 amp up some of those to make sure that they're you know up above the above yeah. the norm. Um, you know, there'll be there'll be great playing surfaces, and uh, so we're so we're excited about that whole you know. I can't whole, wait to see it this spring. That whole process, um, you know, and then it's things like that allow us to stay in our in our lane as far as you know. Being developmental organization and you know one team per age group and mm -hmm. you know we don't have to BS anybody you know we're going here we're doing this you know this team that team you know I mean we we just you know we we get in our lane and we go and we stay and and um, stay the course stay the course and it, and it allows us to know everybody in the organization and I like it that way absolutely you know, I, I just I you know it, it's not you know the 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 rogue guy out there the individual out there becomes the definitely the minority now it used to be everybody had their own teams and yeah you know now you have you know you know you have the canes that have teams across the country you have five star that has teams across the country um, you know then you have local organizations that kind of just kind of like try to pocket charlotte or you know the surrounding areas but you know for us it's it doesn't work that way you know i i i just i don't how could you go to an event and not know any of the families at your event or you go to an event and you, you've, you've saturated the market so much that the only teams you're playing are other yeah. teams in your organization. No, that's that's not fun for anyone. I no. mean, spending all that money as a parent, you know, going to yeah. play your, you know, your South team. Like, yeah. why? You know? But it's business model. And, I, you know, that part, I, that part I, you know, I, I'm always fascinated and have some respect for. I have respect for a lot of the people in it, not all of them, you know. Um but it's a business model, and you know the parents that are doing this and in, and, and investing into that situation don't realize that you know you're just yeah you're buying into the business. You're not buying into what you think is going to come out of it. You're supporting you're that told, one team. You're going to get told that this is what's going to come out of it, mm -hmm. but that's not what's really going to come out of it. It's going to happen on certain levels, not on all the levels, and not across not across the uh, the way. Yeah, I mean it's the thing. I mean being a parent and being in that world, you know everybody's you know wants to be playing for the premier you know travel and a lot of the guys do it right you know what i mean sure, i'm not gonna sit absolutely. here i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh there's you know but it's a matter of the parents think by having that name on their chest they're gonna get that opportunity or they're gonna get that scholarship offer no it does not work that way and everybody wants to be on that one premier national team they don't realize that those coaches are bringing in the best players from all around the country sure. and you have to perform yeah it's not like 
they have an, they have an, an allegiance to you to say, hey, you know, we're bringing you in and you're going to play every day. You know, hey, listen, those environments work for some people. They do. You know what I mean? The show and go. Yeah. You know, the, but it's not for everybody. The, the higher levels. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I like most of the guys that, that are running these, you know, these programs. I mean, it's, you know, I got a, I got a business respect for them and, um, you know, they've done good things and they've, you know, they've created this, you know, this, like you said, this award that, you know, if you put this uniform on, but you're on the ABC team, I mean, you're on the C team or yeah. D team, you know, that all this good stuff's going to happen to you. It's not. So there's a turnover to it and there's a turnover to everything. But, you know, listen, that that's the landscape we're in. To, just to go back is that that's not our, you know, you know, our teams are basically, we look at our teams as like our loss leader where, you know, other organizations look at all their teams as their money maker. Mm-hmm. That's what makes their money. You know, that's not that's not what keeps us afloat. You know? No, and you guys got one team per age group. I think yeah. you guys are doing. You guys are not the norm. You know right. what I mean? Not the norm. You're not the norm. And it doesn't. And our organization doesn't work for everybody either. Of course not. I mean, every organization. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, but you know, you guys are doing it one age group per per age, mm-hmm. and going out there and you know competing. And right. you know what? You guys aren't built for the the seven day perfect game tournament where you know you got 30 40 guys that that's the only way you're going to survive those long right. long weeks where you guys are going in with the 15 18 guys from day 1 to day 7 that's the fun part you know yeah. the same the same same girl you're dating is when you take to the dance right yep so it's uh and, and you feel good about it. I mean, absolutely. Let's, you guys finished finish at the end of the week, respectable. Yeah. Let's say five hundred, whatever. Right. You know, what I mean, that's respectable right. these days. Three hundred, you go to the Hall of sure. Fame, right? So you know, you finish not in win loss percentage. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you don't get there with yeah. that one, man. No, that's right. But but you know, you finish at the end of the week five hundred. Yeah. Everybody's happy. You know, what I mean, you got everybody's got equal amount of playing time, and and yeah. you guys did it as a group, and those kids remember that for the end of the year. Yeah. You know, instead of. You know, hey, you want to be, you know, everybody wants to be on that national team, but they don't realize Wednesday when pool play, you know what I mean, when, when it's elimination week, yeah. these guys are going in and saying, hey, we got Jimmy coming in from California. We got yeah. this guy. And no, we got they, listen, you're going in with 20-plus men on a roster. You know, you have the arms to, to, to endure that. I mean, it's, you know, we had we had a fun time this year. We took, we uh, we hybrided with uh, with Jeff McHealy's Megastars. Okay, I like Jeff. And, uh, you know, we went down there and we had a couple innings that, could have changed the whole thing for mm-hmm. us, and and it you know we we just didn't. I mean, we were up like seven, eight runs, something like that, and in the second inning on somebody, and ended up losing by two. Oh. You know, he just gave it up and walk and dink and hit and you know whatever. Um, but that was that was fun going and competing with you know hybriding those two teams because not everybody could go down there. Yeah, you know, we kind of picked and chose who we uh, who we wanted to take, but all good. So my you know my point with the with the fields is that you know the fields aren't just for us you know what i mean like i want to create something that you know benefits all the kids and everybody in the area absolutely but, but we are in a very territorial area very you know very and, uh, so you know we you know we're not poachers you know and i listen but I, I i say that i say that with pride like i don't call people to come play here i don't like i get parents come up to me oh this guy called me that guy called me i was like well these you know that's what they need to do they need volume they need, you know, they need bodies. They need, you know, to make money. And then, you know, if, you know, they think they can put something better together, you know, what happens to the guys that they brought along all the way? That's right. And that's one thing I do. I mean, you're 100%. I mean, we've known each other going on seven years yeah. now. And, you know, you, you, you knew Ray since he was in middle school. And yep. you never, ever, I mean, you always respected the fact of, hey, Ray's playing on this team. Yep. You never said, hey, leave that team and come play for me. Mm-hmm. Even the relationship you and I had, yeah. I coached, you yeah. know what I mean, a yeah. couple years for you. And, you know, I was, you know, I've been in here doing mm-hmm. training with guys. 
and you never once said, hey, you're my coach. Mm-hmm. Why, not, why isn't your son playing for me? Or bring him on my team. Yeah. And you never did that once. I always respected that. And you know what I mean? You always respected us and saying, hey, and the teams that Ray played on, he was like, you know, if you guys, you, you said if Ray ever wants to play here, he can, but yeah. you never said leave that team. Yeah. You know, even the teams that you didn't like <laughs> that he yeah. was playing on, yeah. you know, and, and you know, I, I, you're 100% right. You're not, yeah. you're not full of it right now. That's normal. And I'm, and I'm fortunate. I got John and assist sits in here and Russ Glow that sits in here with us. And, you know, and five tool. We're, we're all five, five tools. Seven. You have five tools Seven. now. Seven. One tool. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're, you know it's, we're all in the same, you know, the, the, you know, the same part of this. I mean, you know, baseball means more to us than, than the dollar all the time. Now, don't get me wrong, we got to make money. Of so course. we do certain things to make money. But as far as the teams go and getting kids to move on and development of those, I promise you we lose money. I promise you we lose money doing that. Um, you know, we scholarship probably more kids in, than anybody else in, in the city that's you know, right. when it comes to that stuff. But, um, you know, that's the point. That, that That's that's the piece we love the most. That's the piece that, you know, it, you can make good money with bad baseball. I can just go and take as many teams as I want and have tools. I mean, we show up and we do things and, you know, they're wearing these brand uniforms and it's like throttled. You know, <laughs> you know, or we go through our USA stuff and we see kids coming in in these brand uniforms and you can't even get them out of round one. You know? That's 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 you know. the unfortunate. So, thing. but that's their model. That's their business model, and they figured it out. And good for them. You know, they're making money because that's what they're. That's what it's about on that end, and that's how they have to make their money. But don't beat your chest over that one. No, 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 no. Listen, I think you know. I think you could you could praise and you know stand on your high horse and say, hey. I got X amount of guys into college in the past four years. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, we th- yeah, that's th- that's the pride factor right there. You know. Then winning a national championship, right? I could care less about that. Though. Because those I guys want, I want aren't getting down there and go and compete. And, those that, those teams that's yeah, winning national championships yeah. hasn't got one guy a scholarship. Those guys are all coming in already committed to those right. teams. Right. But you know, it, it, it's their business model, and like you said, it's it. You know, don't get me wrong. I want to go down there and win. And of I want to beat up on everybody. And if we ever, like, for some, you know, miracle, like we're like a movie, you know, and we, <laughs> we can, you know, you, you, you know, you scramble through and you, you know, you get to it. Like years ago, we did the same thing. Four years ago, we did it with McNeely and we went down to Fort Myers. And, uh, and Jeff was there for a couple of days and he took off. And I, get a, and I get a phone call, like, what's going on down there? Like, you know, we're, we're one game away from going for the championship in Fort Myers. And so we had Will Wilson. That was the one guy we had. Was ended up being a first round draft pick out of NC State. Yes, right? like he was the guy. Um, but nobody knew who Will Wilson was at that point, right? I mean, they had no idea. And um, I forget the the coach at NC State at the time came up to me and I'm sitting on the bucket. And he goes, "Am I missing something? Like, am I am I missing something? Like, no, dude, it's just the perfect storm. You needed a double play ball, you got a double play ball. You needed a guy thrown out at the plate, you got him thrown out at the plate. You need, you know, it just it all. And then we just ran out of arms. That's we ran out of arms. And the Virginia Cardinals ended up winning it all that year. Rich Graham's group, which is a good group, and Rich does the same thing. He's a one team guy, and uh, you know, he's 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 done some good stuff with uh, with the uh, with the game and the kids. So. But Ray, I appreciate, man. The, no, the candor always, you know, you're you're always a good call up. Uh, hey, <laughs> I, reliable call up. Yeah, we're gonna get a W out of you, man. I got I the think call at four. I said yeah, I'm in. Then yeah. I got the call at five. Say you're out. I got the call this morning. Said you're back in. I'm There's here. There's the life of a minor league. sitting in AAA. <laughs> Listen, hey, I'll, by the way, you're going to the big leagues tomorrow. Oh, by the way, we traded for this guy. Oh, by the way, he's not ready. No, the, the deal <laughs> fell through. You're going back up, and you're like. You know, you're like dry humping all over the place. Like, what the freaking, you know, it's like right. crazy. I got nothing but love for you guys. You yeah, guys same, always been great man. for me. Always I'm always been. here for you. No, much appreciated. One tool, you know, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. 
It's uh, have a good turkey day. I know you'll you'll eat a lot. I'm sure your mom some. is cooking what three turkeys, one for each brother. No, actually, <laughs> Stephen's smoking a turkey. Is he yeah, really? Brother smoking a turkey. I'm making potatoes, cornbread, and she's making some fixings. So you're making cornbread. Yeah, Andrew says he can cook. I, I believe. Dude, I'm, look I'm, at him. So, look at him. It looks. I've like brought you, know, you chicken and stuff. You have brought me some good food, yeah. but smoked food and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like he's, uh, you know. No, he's not missing meals. No, he's not missing. No, meals. he's not he missing. Very meals. Healthy. I, have lost, I have lost twelve pounds. I don't know how, yeah. but I've lost twelve pounds. You got to get on the Maseri Parento program. You seen that? Yeah, they look bulimic. Okay, don't get on that program. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They start losing teeth here soon and stuff too. So. <laughs> All right, stay off that program. Yeah, Just keep exercising, Andrew. And, 23 cocktails, you know, at every party, and we're good to go. But I appreciate you, Ray. Have a great Thanksgiving. And Andrew, thank you. And uh, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. And we'll, uh, we'll be back next week sometime. So peace out. Take care.